more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Must be nice, as Matt would always say. He, he he tries to make it sound like like you know myself and then Jack too are the ones that are doing all the fancy schmancy stuff, but we really aren't. No, like, you know what, Jack? What did you have last night? <laughs> Cotton candy craft dinner. Exactly. There Thank you go. You. Must yeah. be nice. You're one of the few that found them. Oh, here we go. Okay, Mr. Fancy Pants, tell us what you've been up to. Well, I finally did it. Over the weekend, I didn't know if I was going to keep it or not. It was my Father's Day gift. My wife's like, if you don't want it, don't use it. But then I opened it up after having a friend over who says it's all he uses. We opened up my precision cooker, the sous vide. <laughs> the precision cooker. It's that's called, what it's there's called. a D in there. I did not know that. <laughs> yes, that's, it's not sous vide. Sous vide. The sous vide. Sous vide. All right. What is one of these things? What is it? I you can get there. You, you back in the day, they'd be like thousands. Now you can get one for a couple hundred bucks. Okay. So what it does is it just it circulates water to a certain temperature, and then you vacuum seal or ziplock and get as much air out as you can. Your meat, vegetables, or whatever you put it in the water, and it cooks it to that temperature. It will not go any higher than that right period it, so i have to ask couldn't you put your meat in the hot tub <laughs> if you can control the temperature of the hot tub i don't see why well, not you can't control the temperature of the hot tub yeah, but like to the pers- like i don't know but I, I, don't cook your meat in the hot tub <laughs> <laughs> you, your butt is in the hot tub right? okay okay but yeah okay all right anyway yeah, but that's let's... what it's like but it's like a mini hot tub sure. for your meat exactly and it cooks it to perfection it and did I'm, look incredible. And, like, you don't realize it, but if you've been out to a restaurant, you've had sous vide food before. Oh, okay. Because, like, that's how they can control the, t- the you know, the doneness of a steak. You think I have, though, Matt? Seriously? 100% by accident. Yeah. <laughs> Not intentionally. If, if you've been to the keg and had a steak, well, Chris probably gets a chicken finger is what he's at the keg. <laughs> yeah. You've, I don't know if they sous vide at the keg, but, like, most places, they sous vide a lot. Okay. But anyways, Whoa. I got my sous vide. And then, oh, it was great. It's a game changer. Now I'm into cast iron, too, because, like, you need to get a good sear after because it comes out pretty gray, right? Right. You need and to it, color need, it up. Yeah, put some color on it, right? Okay. So cast iron is the best of that. But, oh, man, the sous vide, sous vide life. So how long do you think this fascination will last? Well, it's been two days, and I'm all about it. <laughs> Let's hope it goes more than a week. <laughs> my wife, my wife's into it, too. What's that? It's your favorite. It's awesome. It's so cool. Like, the, the thing is, like, okay, yesterday we did chicken breasts for, uh, like, a Greek meal we had. Right. Mm-hmm. It took me three hours to get the, the chicken done. Okay. So it does take a lot. Not a lot of work, but it takes a while because you got to get the, the, the cooker in the bucket of water. you got to warm up the water. you got to put the chicken in, and it takes a while depending on how what you're doing. That sounds terrible. <laughs> Chris, this is how Chris cooks chicken breast. Yes. Turn the barbecue on to inferno. Yes. <laughs> Make sure barbecue is at inferno temperatures. Yes. Put chicken breast on inferno barbecue. And then take it off when it's black. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Black right. and chicken. <laughs> All right. So our question this morning is sous vide. Sous vide. Sous vide is Matt's favorite uh, kitchen gadget. What is yours? I brought it up. I still can't believe Jack does not have an air fryer. Once Jack has an air fryer, that's all she's going to talk about. But I, she, I but guarantee she, you, she, yes. She, uh, I just can't believe. I mean, it's 60 bucks, right? Get an air fryer, Jack. She's like, like well, I got to get a deal. I know. I really should. I really should. I just, I don't have the counter space right now. I know Chris is hoarding lots of money, but I think Jack's hoarding even more. Get off <laughs> your wall, you cheapskate. <laughs> Buy an air fryer. Oh, Matt, you need a smoker. Yeah. Oh, I, like, that's my fave, the smoker. I've been trying to get the smoker. I also want a new barbecue. So many knickknacks. Okay. What about you? What's your favorite 
gadget? What's the thing you were using now? Are you using a sous vide like Matt? Text us at 1039 What about an air fryer? I'm telling you. Sous vide just sounds so fancy. Yeah, yeah. Don't let fancy. the French intimidate you. It's just the, it's just the water <laughs> it's a circulating. Hot tub. <laughs> exactly. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about your favorite ki- kitchen gadget. Yes, Jack. And lots of text coming in. This sounds incredible. I'm using a Hamilton Beach breakfast sandwich maker, says this texter. I toast the English muffin, it cooks the egg, and heats the bacon or sausage all at once and comes out assembled. It's awesome. You know, where else? Uh, my English muffin breakfast sandwich comes out assembled. Where, Matt? <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> you can't replicate that taste. Right. People are trying. Lots of people loving their air fryer, and I could not live without my barbecue, says this texter, and probably about a million texts for people smokers. Okay. Thank you for that. I use my Instant Pot and my air fryer almost every day. Wow. Instant Pot's a sleeper. I have an Instant Pot too, and they're awesome. And they're connected, right? Like you've got them, they're both in the same system? No, they're different. Oh, I have okay. Different okay. But you're talking taking three hours to do chicken breast. You can do them in the Instant Pot in nine minutes. Yeah. The problem is, it doesn't cook it to the perfect temperature. Well, it tastes pretty fantastic to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I smell a chicken off. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, here we go. We got a couple of ramped up, jacked up uh, contestants today. (laughs) Yes, we do. Judy and John have been waiting to play Quick Draw, and this is finally their chance. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. How how about you guys? Uh, We're good. Matt and I keep rubbing our eyes. I think it's the smoke. I think so, too. Yeah. (laughs) One kind of smoke. Yeah, <laughs> but, but we're going to find out uh, if, if you guys are so quick that uh, your answers kind of smoke here in the next few minutes. Again, it's a best of five. The first one to three is going to qualify for the 250 bucks. How do you feel, John? Pretty confident. All right. Ooh, you like sound it. it. Ooh, when Judy does too. I want some more amos- am- animosity in quick draw, so this is good. That is the biggest word Matt's ever used. <laughs> that was like four syllables, guys. No big deal. <laughs> okay, so you guys know how this works. Scream out your answers as quick as you can, and if it uh, qualifies, you'll get the point, okay? All right. All right. A type of footwear that starts with the letter F. Feelish shoes. Feelish shoes. The man loves his feelers. Okay. <laughs> Weird pull, John. <laughs> but a good one. Sure. Feel uh, flip flops. We would have taken oh, as well. I was well. like, what would be another one? All right. Okay, Judy. John's here to to, to play today. I guess you knew that already, huh? Uh huh. All right. Here we go. Question number two. Name a cartoon character that starts with the letter S. Siamese. Siamese. He kind of looks Siamese. What's what's his actual name? No, I don't, can't even remember. It's Samity Sam. Is it Sam? No, it's no, a, it's not. It's, it's not. Sam? It I know who that I, is. I think. No. It, uh, I, let's see. Is it Samity Sam? No, it's not. Yosem- I think that's it's Yosemite. Okay. Yosemite. It starts with a U. Okay, then Scooby Doo. Why? That's Scooby Doo. John, are you with us? Yeah. Okay. Samity Sam is the little redheaded guy. It's not even a cat. Okay, but it works. <laughs> He's yeah. the guy with the mustaches and the pistol. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm so confused, but I think we're tied at one apiece. Let's give it to Judy. All right. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay, here we go. John never said a word, so he doesn't get a point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go, guys. Something you keep hidden from your children that starts with a J. Joint. 
Judy. Judy's burning one day. Judy, are you high right now? No. Too quick. Okay. Wake and bake. Maybe with the 250 bucks she wins. Okay. Uh, come on, John. You got to stop her here. A way to kill time that starts with the letter I. Ice cubes. Make ice cubes. Nope, that's not going to work. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's she's policing herself. I, I, I give it to you, but unless you don't want to have it. Get internet. Internet. Yeah, we got to give it to okay, John. That's John, fair. that's good. <laughs> you know, guys, I got to kill some time, make some ice cubes. <laughs> Which tray will I use today? Hmm. All right, and for the win, the first one that answers this one's going to win, okay? Okay. Name a leisure activity that starts with a W. Washing. Holy cow, he's done it. Washing. He's done it. Wash. I guess it depends what you're washing. <laughs> no, he said walking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's walking, leisure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, little... washing too. Sure, yeah. Walking is definitely a leisure activity that starts with a W. John, okay. you did good. Judy, you were so much fun. Um, <laughs> Congratulations, John. You have a good day. Please continue. Thank you, Judy. Please continue to try to play because we uh, we love you, Judy. Yes. Okay. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, we were going to talk about houses. Yeah. And how to get uh, how strange and unusual way that your house appeared into your life. Uh, the real estate market continues to be hotter than a firecracker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, according to a lot of uh, experts, are just saying that uh, houses are on the market and boom, they're they're off the market uh, just as just as quick. And uh, our, our daughter and her fiance are living with us right now because they did a house deal, and it's so funny because they were they were looking uh, for a change and they were looking for a house in a specific area, and I knew that. Uh, Jack didn't know that, but nope. J- Jack mentioned uh, casually just off air one day that her friends were looking to sell their place in the area that they were looking. And long story short, it all came together and now they are actually going to be moving into Jack's friend's house yeah. at, at some point. So Not now we're like point. side <laughs> side real estate agents. Yeah. No, Without you are. any commission. Yeah, true. Yeah, but you made it happen, Jack. Yeah, and it's very exciting. I mean, these are friends of ours that we've known for 50, over 15 years, and so they're moving into the next phase of their lives into a new home, but yeah. they had their kids in this home, and it's such a special home. So to have your kids now buy that home from them and probably raise a family in that home, yes. it's very cool. It Be is me cool. sitting on the outside of this transaction for the past several months. Yeah. Like, just rich people doing rich people. <laughs> <laughs> How can it's you? It's like swapping houses. <laughs> swapping houses. Is bad. It's pretty fantastic. It's it's, it's insane a how it happened. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it just like I was thinking about it last night when they went and signed the, the papers officially. I thought just if Jack wouldn't have mentioned that, mm-hmm. just kind of casually, and it's not like you were you talk about it all the time. You just kind of casually mention it. And I'm like, what? Hold on. <laughs> Where is this house? North all Lenora? of a sudden, we're like texting photos back and forth. Yeah, and it happened. So Jack anyway. literally let the fu- lit the fire. The, yeah. You were the fire starter, the wicked fire starter. Yeah. I got a lot of side hustles, guys. <laughs> she does. All right. So do you have a strange and unusual way that you actually purchased a home? Matt's is uh, not that a standard way, really. Yeah. We weren't expecting to get a house. Yeah. But Sam's like, let's just go and look. So her friend was a realtor, and we looked at a bunch, and we saw one house that we couldn't turn down, and next thing you know, I'm in the house. Okay. How'd you find yours, Chris? Mm. Yeah. I haven't seen it on Million Dollar Listing yet. (laughs) (laughs) 
it was worth less than your house that you bought. I keep reminding you Yeah, but you now that. it's worth way <laughs> more. No, it's not. But anyway, uh, you know what? I wasn't even involved in finding it. My wife was. Oh, I was that sounds about this, right. This was 2006, and we were in the middle of the, uh, the Oilers playoff run, and I was literally never home because I was traveling with a team, and uh, she tells a story about how she found it, and uh, she went and looked at, not looked at it, but she drove by and said, yeah, this is the place. And so she waited till I was home from one of the uh, the Oiler games, and, and we went and saw it. And so, yeah, she found it, and that was it. But anyway, things are different now. I mean, you could find things online. You know, it's a It lot, is different. It's a lot yeah. easier, right, than it was before. We almost didn't even go and see our house. We yeah. were like, nope, we don't like the photos. And our real estate agent was like, I really think you guys should go and look this. It's, fair. it's like every single box is checked in yes. this one and then some. Yes. So we were like, fine, we'll go. And there we go. We yeah. loved it. All right. What about you? 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Confrontation Corner. Okay. At what point is somebody else's fun, and it's not fun to you, an issue with you? Matt? Uh, I was golfing recently. Mm-hmm. One of the things I like to do when I golf, especially with a friend, uh, a foursome or a twosome of people I know, I like to play a little music. Music? Not obnoxious. You go to some uh, places, like say like there's a golf tournament for a company. Oh, yeah. And you know some guys there just get blitzed. Yeah. And they're going to play their music obnoxiously loud, but it's okay because everybody knows each other. Right. But if you don't know each other, the, the parties around you, the people golfing in front or behind you, you play your music, I feel like it's okay. If you keep it down to a dull roar and it's not being obnoxious, it's not a big deal. But I got called out by a group behind us. It was You could barely hear it. They're like, hey, guys, do you mind not playing the music? They even told the marshal who came by. Oh, really? I'm cool. like, what? Uh, personally, outside of that, if you're playing your music at a reasonable level, whether it's at the beach, your campsite, your backyard, I feel it's okay. But there is a point that I do disagree. I don't like it either. Right, when it gets too loud. There's places I don't think you should play your music whatsoever. Hmm. Public transit, <laughs> inside, anywhere, basically. Right. I've noticed uh, on my bike rides in the River Valley, there's people that like kind of have their Bluetooth speakers kind of hooked up on their handlebars, and they're kind of blurring their music as they go by. If they go on a bike, you're fine, because you're going fast enough, right? Yeah, yeah only, I guess. Bothers you they don't like it, you're gone. <laughs> yeah, it bothers you for a few seconds, and it's gone. It, it's never really bothered me, but I wonder, okay, you're saying beaches, golf course. I just, I think that's a weird place to be playing music. Well, I mean, not when you're at a, at a tournament with a the party's on but if you're just I'm not gonna go I'm not trying to shoot the course record right right I'm here to have a good time and sometimes music makes it better what about your earbuds put your earbuds in bud then I can't hear anybody talk right <laughs> interesting okay Jack what do you think I, I don't know I kind of have a weird stand on this it doesn't bother me at all yeah. Okay, so we've been in Mexico. Yeah. Next to people who are blaring their own music. You're okay with it? Yeah, it doesn't really bother me that bad. This is weird because I think that, I thought Jack would have a strong line against them. No, I don't like music. Whatever. You do like you don't like music though. I don't live like live music. concerts. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when it's on a CD or on the radio. Interesting. All right. Yeah. No, it doesn't bother me. Even if it's like not my taste in music. Doesn't no. There's always that group of people that are like, don't care about the others around them, are playing it too loud, and you can't go up and tell them otherwise because they're the type of people that are gonna get in your face. Yeah, Those they, are the worst pe- players of music. They want you to do it, basically. So, okay, but the guys that play it at the golf course are just fine. Yeah, just having fun, man. I keep it. I keep it down. I'm sorry. And I, I turned it down, right? Because I don't want to get in trouble. 
But you still played it? All right. No. I turned it off. I'm a coward. <laughs> Good morning. I work at a grocery store. Lots of customers come shopping through uh, playing their music on their phones, just blaring. It's frustrating. That is weird. Oh, that is strange. Really? People play their music while they're grocery shopping? Why do you need a soundtrack while you're picking out snap peas? Most of these grocery stores have a soundtrack playing. It's like music from the... And just bop until, you know, like... Old it's our eyes. jams, guys. <laughs> <laughs> music from the 90s. Yeah. Okay, what about you? Text us at 103.939 or call us 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Talking about Bluetooth speakers. Yes. And uh, them playing uh, too loud in, you know, inappropriate places in your view and uh, having confrontations about it. Yes. This person says, music on cell phones doesn't really bother me, but it's people who have speakerphone conversations right in public that gives me the heebie-jeebies. I get the conversation because you're talking to somebody. You're trying to accomplish something for the most part. But does it have to be on speakerphone? You know what? I, I I just had this yesterday with my family. They like the dad. Why do you always use your speakerphone? I don't know. It just it's. it's oh con- no, you're a speakerphone guy. It's convenient. It's easier. He's dropping names. <laughs> All right, deep Brody, see you in a little bit. Hold on, Gord Bamford's on the other line. I was talking to my insurance company <laughs> for an hour and five minutes, and at a certain point, you just want to like. Oh, I forgot about that insurance scam you're running. You use speakerphones <laughs> anyway. Yes. Uh, it only bothers me if it is blaring too loud, says this texter. Mm-hmm. And this person uh, mentioned that they were driving. When Jason Aldean's new album came out, I was blasting his songs in my truck. Pulled up to a red light and another guy came blaring rap out of his windows. It ruined my music driving experience for an entire week. Wow. I'm sure he's saying the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was driving by this guy who was playing this country music. and Yeah, exactly. For a week. Uh-huh. All right. Um... Okay, you keep the text coming at 103939. You can also call us at 780-421-1039. Inappropriate blue, well, the, the Bluetooth speakers. I, yeah, I, I, they don't I, Yeah, they don't really bother me. There's a lot of people agreeing with Matt about golf, like golfing and having music. Uh, I guess. Yes. Oh, that the JPL has speakers in their carts. So there you go. Somebody said. They like, they're welcoming a little bit of music. I'm sure they like keep the volume knob stuck in a certain spot so you can't go crazy with it. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, people very upset about um, cars playing music extremely yes, loudly. Yes, and vibrating. Like I don't, I, You know what? They're going by. It doesn't matter. It lasts a half a second. Yeah. Well, would they go by your house? Uh, nobody goes by my sleepy old street. You're not going to. Yeah, you say that, Matt. But what if you lived somewhere that was a little bit less sleepy and somebody came up, sure. pulled up, and their car was vibrating and your kids woke up? How do you police somebody to turn down the volume in their car, though? Like, like it's their car. The window's... Like, it's, that's a tougher one. I think the speaker in public is way worse. Right. Yeah. You'd end up getting the finger for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. 780-421-1039. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Bluetooth speakers and playing. Matt uh, said he got called out at the golf course the other day. You were playing your music. He said it wasn't very loud, and uh, we, we'll take you at your word. Yeah. Uh, you know me. Yeah. Unless I'm in my car, I'm not very confrontational. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's very but true. How many drinks did you had? Because then, Two. you know, sometimes your yeah, everything gets a little louder. Your voice, the music, and everything sure. like that. Once you start to drink, I have been known to hit a couple of drives without a shirt on. Yeah, you have. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, anyway, so uh, he got called out at the golf course, and we're just wondering about that subject, and in a big, in a broader sense, uh, you know, Bluetooth speakers at any time, and are they pro- appropriate? Yeah, loud music. This text says, "I got a neighbor whose car volume knob must be stuck on full volume. I always know when they leave or go home because their bass shakes my entire complex, no matter what time." 3 a.m. or p.m. makes no difference. So cars, yes, they can be up way too loud. All right. How and does somebody enjoy that? Hmm. Like at, like listening to music at in full intensity 24-7. Sometimes you don't realize. Like, okay, you know when you're listening to a song and you're like, yeah, this is so good. And then you get home and blah, blah, blah. Then the next day you get in your car and you're <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah. my goodness. Especially for us, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Like, oh, my. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sound like, oh, I'm going to sound so old by saying this, but I notice it when I get in my vehicle after my kids have driven. Oh, it. no. <laughs> it's like cranked. Anyway, yes. It happens. Uh-huh. Terry has some perspective on the golf game, though, when it comes to the Bluetooth speaker. She says, listen, the music at a golf course isn't because of being snootiness that they don't want it. It's because have you ever played the game? I've been playing for years, and it's because you can't even blink. Think a different thought or move your toe. It is the most difficult game to play and have a good shot. The sun and the moon need to be in the right part of the sky. Never mind listening to any music. I would never be able to play if there was music and my handicap is still an 18. Terry, you need to just give up. Yeah. And don't worry about it. Like I'm trash, quiet or not quiet. Might as well listen to music while I'm doing it. Being awful. Paying $100 to take 100 shots. I've golfed <laughs> with you though, Matt. You take it serious. You don't ever give up. No. I mean, I wouldn't say I, I, I do give up at times. I do like to take my golf game serious. I'm competitive, but it's like, it doesn't matter to me, man. You know, at the end of the day, I'm going to get in my car and go home and you, not well, the PGA. Blare your music. That's right. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Coming up to 9 o'clock, uh, talking about reading before you go to bed. Is it something that you do? Jack, is it something that you do? I do. Yeah, I do. I'm guilty of my phone, though, too. I go on my phone, and but then I end off the night reading probably for a good half an hour. But Matt does not approve of what I read. No, no, ever. no, 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 no. I approve of it. <laughs> I approve. I never read, and I don't know what it is, nonfiction or fiction? Nonfiction. Fiction's real. Nonfiction's not real. Yeah. I always read something that's real, whether it be a self-help book or my favorite autobiographies. <laughs> I love just hearing about other people's journeys and where they got to, and especially if they're a celebrity, I'm in. But the latest one I'm reading is from a girl in Calgary, Jessica Jansen, and Mm. she's talking about bringing the joy. I don't know if you guys remember about five years ago, her son had SMA, Lewiston, and he passed away. Mm. But she just talks about like moving on from that and starting the foundation and finding the joy in life. Sure. It sounds like a great book. (laughs) It sounds like a great book. (laughs) More importantly, when's the last time you read a book, Chris? Uh, it's been a long time. Yeah, it's definitely been a long time. I've tried. I've, 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 I mean, I've had every intention. I've had it there on the nightstand, the book, and it just kind of sits there. And I just, I just, by the time I go to bed, I'm just ready to lay there and not read. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I mean, like, I you know, know, if that makes any sense at all. But you know, the last time you know, you're talking about nonfiction, you're because Matt's really on this nonfiction tree. He's a fantasy guy. Yeah. Well, it, no, no, no. I like fantasy. I like sci-fi. I've read it all. I've read all kinds of fiction. I think reading uh, uh, nonfiction is a great idea too. 
Yeah. Well, but to disregard nonfiction the the way that you guys do. Right. Yeah. Sorry, we don't like like myths and things that could never happen. <laughs> no, okay. <night. laughs> you only deal with real things. That's like only watch. I only watch movies that are documentaries or self help. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but but <laughs> yeah, then I watch reality thing? TV. A lot of the tele- <laughs> That's a lot not of- real, Jack. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> a lot of my favorite television is stuff that I mean, well. Walking Dead and Under the all Dome right. and all that stuff. So, you know. so I got it backwards. The text line's already lighting me up. Fiction <laughs> is not real. Nonfiction's real. My apologies. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Anyway, I, I the last time I really read n- fiction, Matt, is that what you're saying? Nonfiction. Fiction is not real. Fiction. The last time I, re- I, I read fiction, I was trying to remember, and I can't remember. It was a series of books. I was a teenager, and they kind of they had a western theme to them, and they were it wasn't like Yellowstone by any means, but but they the were Louis Lamour. They they, they, had, they had a western theme, and I I, I I remember reading three or four of these books, and that's kind of the last time I remember reading it? anything like that. Sure, I did. Yeah, at the time. Well, time to never do that again. <laughs> yeah, like cross that off. Done. I propose, and I'm serious about this. I propose a kiss. And book club, yeah, and I want to see Chris read a f- piece of fiction right. and Jack, yeah. Why? <laughs> because some incredible. We wouldn't have Lord of the Rings. Yeah. We wouldn't have 1984. We I wouldn't have would Flowers for Algernon. Reading it, we wouldn't have Steppenwolf. <laughs> you wouldn't be mad. You'd, you you can learn so much. We wouldn't have Killing to Kill a Mockingbird. There's so many incredible stories, Jack. Yeah. Only real thing: celebrity autobiographies. <laughs> <laughs> What is it going to help me, Matt? What just, is it going to help? Just come my way, because it'd be funny to see Chris read a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's 9-13, uh, talking about books. And uh, reading, of course, uh, Jack, you mentioned it, is one of the good things you can do to, to, to I guess... Uh, you want to better sleep at night? Tires, ditch the phone. Tires your mind out, eh? Yes. Yeah, exactly. You just drift off naturally better to sleep when you read before bed. Okay. So we were talking about nonfiction and fiction books. This text says, I recommend Mrs. Mike. The story takes place here in Alberta. It's about a girl from Boston, Mary's an RCMP officer back in the 1900s. They moved to northern Alberta in the Slave Lake region. Now, a few years ago, it would have just been any book or novel. But because it mentions residential schools, it means so much more now. It really hits home. Okay. I keep go. a list of books on, or, uh, books on my phone that I want to read, and I just added that one. That sounds really interesting. All right. Perfect. This text says, A House in the Sky, for you nonfiction readers, if you haven't already read it. The author is from Red Deer, and it's about her being held captive in Somalia for 15 months. It is so good. Uh, Jack and I have both read it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, not a great introduction to reading for Chris. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, I don't know if this should be your first book, Chris. He's like, thank goodness I go to Disneyland a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's about a woman who falls in love with traveling and then ends up going to Somalia and getting captured. Okay. But it's fiction, so that means it's not real. Oh, it's real. It's nonfiction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, this might be the happy medium of, a, of a everything. Mitch Albom books are short, easy reads that are fiction, but they have a message, so they're kind of like self-help books. They say that we would love, or I would love, the five people you meet in heaven. It's not a religious book, but really easy to read with a life-improving message for all. All right. You had me at short. Sounds, I like that. Uh, I don't like the wholesome message. I like a dystopian novel. You would. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't think Matt does either. Who are we trying to get? <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Great tune for Jameson Rogers and Luke Combs. It's called There's a Cold Beer Calling My Name. It's 921. 
Yes, it is. I just, uh, you know, I was set up to do this, and then I'm, I wasn't. But now I am. <laughs> the Need to Know Sorry. National Days. Jack, you love the Need to Know National Days. Yes, I do. I Ma- hope they're good ones. Matt's more reluctant, but here's the thing. They're so ludicrous. All right. Like, <laughs> ludicrous. This is serious stuff. Did you know today is National Lollipop Day? All right. Yes. What's the best lollipop? Do you like a uh, circular one or a ball one, a spherical lollipop? Uh, circular, I think. Like, uh, la, 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 you're just looking like that. <laughs> I'm so glad I thought about what I was going to say before I said it. Oh. But it ball. That's just all I'll say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. National Moon Day. You know the moon? Yeah. It's amazing. Do I know the moon? <laughs> yes. Let me finish. I didn't say, do you know the moon uh, does a lot of, uh, you know, amazing things? Of course, it uh especially with the uh, the tides and the currents and things like that. And the thing I like is that Jack never notices the moon on her way to work. I mean, this no. time of year for sure not, but, you know. She keeps her eyes on the road where they should be. I guess. Yeah, I got better things to look around for, like traffic. <laughs> All right, thank <laughs> you. That's a lie. I just got to get to work. And this is my favorite, National Fortune Cookie Day. You know how to have yes. fun with a fortune cookie, don't you? How? Put in bed at the, ba- at the back oh, end of it. Oh, right. Whatever you do. If you, we do this, oh. my family does this. We've done this for years and years and years, and it's so much fun. So when you get your fortune cookie and you open it up and you read your fortune, always say in bed at you the end. You had in bed with your family? Well, that's Don't okay. Don't you know this, Connor and Bailey, my <laughs> children? <laughs> They're in their 20s. They could take it. I didn't do it when they were like nine. Good disclaimer. Thank maybe. you. Okay, maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. Anyway, if you don't do it, do it. Do you okay. do, do you do it? I haven't had a fortune cookie in like five years. What? <laughs> I didn't know. What's the last time you had Chinese food? Like taken? Probably like five years ago. You need to check yourself. You've lost Christy's all credibility. Christy's a read a book and you need to eat some Chinese food, girl. <laughs> Put in bed at the end of that fortune cookie. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.